Freely, I'm saying. Oh, okay. Here you go. Here's 10 minutes. Here's 30 minutes. Here's 60 minutes. By the time it's all over, I have zero minutes left to make a difference. Forget making a difference for everybody else. Making a difference so that my how it impacts my life is able to impact others. So consciously thinking from this point forward, you've already seen it, so you can't pull it back. But from this point forward, consciously thinking, I'm not going to fuel or feed that spirit, because that's what you're doing. Because every time you have a comeback, somebody else is in preparation of a comeback. Somebody is always, oh, she got that, well, let me, I got this to say. Then that person comes back and gives you a bit more. And then you, again, if I die in my sleep tonight, I need to be assured that you know how to navigate the rest of your life without falling victim to having to explain yourself every time. I keep telling, stop feeding that. Stop feeding all of that. It's not necessary. Each person, trust me when I say, people know when they've either done right or they've done wrong. You don't have to, you don't have to say, you know what, you did me wrong. They trust me when I say, they already know. And it's a couple of scenarios that's playing in their mind. Either they don't give a shit, or they're hurt and embarrassed and they don't know how to come, come to you. Or they got going on in their life. Or ultimately, they want you to go on about your business and they want to go on about theirs. So you are in the position where you can say, me responding to this negativity, how is that going to be a positive impaction on my life so that I can impact others? So whatever says to whatever says to whatever your Mimi says to whoever, your dad, whatever, you have to be okay. You have to be able to and let that go. Because again, you are freely giving. It's just like you have a shirt, a blouse, a bra, a pair of panties, and your shoes. That's a better analogy. So you're walking down the street, and here comes somebody with some bullshit. All right, here's my shirt. You walk a little further, then here comes somebody else. They didn't come see me. They, didn't, they, they knew I was sick. Here are my pants. So now you are walking down the street in your bra, your panties, and your shoes. Then you turn the corner, here comes somebody else with meh in this ear, and then you holding on to grief right here, and you're mulling over it daily. Here are my shoes. So now you're walking in your bra and your panties down the street with no shoes on. And then somebody is nagging you at the back because you're still holding, holding on to and harboring. They hurt me. They didn't come see me. They don't love me. What did I do? Do I take my panties off first or my bra? Here's my bra. So now you're walking down the street in just your panties. 
So the thing is, do you want to be butt ball bare naked and allow people to continue? Because now you have nothing on. But guess what? That behavior is not going to change. The only person you have control over is who? Mm -hmm. But you, sweetheart, have to be, you have to come to a place of nirvana where you can just (coughs) and let it go. It's a work in progress, and I'm glad you're at least able to verbalize, I don't give a shit, I don't have to put up a blah, 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 blah. But don't hold that here. First, don't hold it here. Because when you hold it here, it settles here. And then when it settles here, all of this gets messed up. And that's when you end up where? Back in the hospital. I'm not going back to the hospital behind nobody for no reason. Because right now, we are consciously aware of what we have to do in order to avoid that. So whatever feelings has right now, I promise you, he already knows. Your dad already knows. Your Mimi already knows. And again, I've already told you, some of those people have never changed over, you're almost 30 years old. Their behavior has been the same since day one. If they have not changed since day one, do you think they're gonna change? No. So again, you pray, let that go. Release it. Because I promise you, the same way you end up back in the hospital, do you think they're going to come see you? No. And if I'm around, that's why I've kept my mouth closed. I haven't picked up the phone, called your dad, called anybody on that side of the family. Because I am at peace. Because whatever we're doing, I keep God first. I'm focusing on every day you propelling yourself. Not because you want to prove something to anybody, but to yourself. Okay? So, breathe. You already sent it. It's, I mean, that's okay to say to your brother. And I guarantee you he's going to share it with everybody. And that's okay. <laughs> But don't let that be a consumption of your day, your weekend, your week, your month. That energy that it took you to type that, I'd rather you research on some exercises that you can do to strengthen your legs. What I can do to to get some strength back into my hands what I can do to sit up in the bed more, what I can do to start dangling my feet on the side of the bed. My feet haven't touched the floor in a year. Or more than a year. Yeah, so that's that. my point is, that energy, boo-boo. <laughs> and you can say that now that you've said that, next response is, look, dude, I love you. Love you to life. I'm trying to get up out of this bed. I'm trying to learn how to sit up again. 
I'm trying to learn how to sit on a toilet again. I'm trying to learn how to walk again. I'm trying to learn how to dress myself again. I have some things that I need to do and focusing on negative. Well, I, we were actually talking about something totally different. I brought up, so. And that's what I'm saying. You, that's your brother, I get it. But you have to find a space in here where you can say, you love your brother, right? Pray for him. And you don't have to keep, Father, please soften his heart so he can come see me. No, that's not the prayer. Father, I give my brother to you. I promise you, I didn't speak to your grandpa for years because of hurt, anger, and confusion. For years, I wasn't, I, I wasn't consumed with, oh, he get up. Somebody bring him up. I was like, oh, okay, huh? and I went on about my business. I didn't feed into that. But it came a point in time when, when things dramatically were changing in my life where I saw softening in his heart. Now, did he, did he change? Absolutely not. But how I chose to handle him matured. And then, guess what happened? You, you were witness to it. I was daddy's girl, right? So again, you're going to have to find some peace, sweetheart. Otherwise, you're going to be laying in this bed. You have nothing else to do. Surround four walls. Can't go outside, can't get out of the bed. You're going to be laying in the bed thinking, my brother had my brother on my head come see me. He's selfish. He the, my dad, the, my stepmom. Girl, rewind and replay other things that are going to get you up out of this bed. Okay? Okay? Now it's time to say goodbye to all my wonderful friends. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for sticking around for season two. It's definitely been a roller coaster of emotions. I mean, I was sharing my first love with you guys, I shared heartaches, even some you know, trauma of sexual abuse that I've been through. And not only the, you know, the bad things, but fun things like laughing it up with my brother, doing classic movies and stuff like that. And like I've said before, it's good to take breaks. I mean, you have to reset. I definitely need to reset. <sighs> with the recent loss of my aunt, in the one year anniversary of my grandma's passing. This has, my grief has just took a toll on me emotionally. And I want to be at my best and give you all my best. I appreciate my listeners. I appreciate you guys taking time out each and every week just to listen to me, even if it's just a rant storytelling or me just kicking it with my friends or family or just being extremely transparent like I said this podcast is about my life and documenting the things that I'm going through and been through 
and hopefully I'm able to encourage people along the way. I mean, I have a story to tell and I truly believe that my journey will bless my listeners because that's why I'm here. (laughs) But I'm super excited about 2021. With all that's going on, I'm just happy that I'm even saying that because I'm going to speak life into that year. 2020 has definitely taught me a lot about what I say and how powerful the tongue is. I'm going to speak life into, I'm going to speak life period, into the atmosphere and to, to, and over and any and everything that I'm going through in life. I'm speaking great things over them. The tongue is powerful. <laughs> like I said, um, I'm speaking good things for 2021. I want to see good things. And I mean, even though we're in a pandemic, you can find some blessing out of this trauma, this situation, this disease, this, you know, <laughs> just so much going on. <laughs> Anywho. Please make sure that if you're not following me, follow me on Instagram and the Twitter, um, Chronicles of Divine Destiny, just to keep up with any updates, my foolishness, a good laugh. You know, I always got something funny for y'all and you never know. I might do a sneak peek or not a sneak peek, but, uh, you know, a check in See how y'all doing. Make sure y'all don't forget about me. Don't forget about me. Because, you know, sometimes when you take these breaks. But if you truly love me, you'll be around. (laughs) And I definitely appreciate you. So, um, season three. I'm excited about it. I have some ideas. I'm not sure what I'm going to keep and what I'm going to share. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I look forward to 2021. I look forward to you guys coming back with me in March of 2021. You heard that right. March. Your girl needs a break. (laughs) And um, it's healthy to take breaks. It's healthy to renew your mind, like I said earlier. (laughs) But yeah. You know, hopefully season three, you guys will enjoy that as well. And hopefully you will come back and not forget about me. So, um, yeah, that's all I got for you. (laughs) But I do want to leave with this. In the words of Mr. Parker, my middle school teacher, hug and kiss your mommies and daddies and tell them that you love them. Just like that. Peace. And I'm out. Dear Aunt Mona, Never in a million years I thought I would have to say goodbye to you in this way. To get that text from Rochelle that you passed, crushed and left me speechless. Not my Aunt Mona, 
God, why her and why now? So many things was going through my head that I couldn't think straight because I can't think of a time he wasn't there for me, especially my troubled teenage years. You was the one who understood me the most, took up for me, even cussed out a few teachers behind me. I recall that time I got caught stealing (laughs) and my mother refused to come and get me. You wasn't having it and came to get your niece. I'm going to miss your laughter, your raspy voice, your huge heart for your family, and especially your potato salad. I always press you to make. Until we meet again, my beautiful auntie, you're now in Jesus' hands, and I know he's got you just like you had me. Love you always, Nate, because that's what you called me. I wanted to call it 